You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Lutkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is a woman, dare I say, is a Jill of all trades from Sessions Wrestling, the adult entertainment industry modeling, the one and only Miss Siren Verdi. Siren, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I am very good. I'm very good, folks. As for those that know, this is my birthday weekend. I got to say you're a gift in your own right, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Yes, thank you so much. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good weekend. It's a good time to be a Sessions Wrestling fan, as we all see and we've heard. Women's Athletes on Fire, June 17th. There's an extravaganza after party. How pumped are you? I'm so excited. It's going to be my first like real event that I'm going to attend surrounding all of this. So I'm super excited to participate. And I reached out to, you know, Jen Thomas, who's, you know, like, I feel like the head of all of this, you know, like you can't think of sessions without thinking about her. Um, And I asked to be the ring bell girl. So I get to like participate in it without like feeling the pressure of like being the performer for everyone. So that that'll be fun. You got to say what you just actually said is very operative here, folks, because whatever representation of presentation, you are, whether you're the ring card girl, the timekeeper, it's always nice to have that place in the card because it, it, it really does fill it up, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think for you, you mentioned a great name, Jennifer Thomas, better known to us LFC fans as Jenny Bloody Valentine, man from Sessions Wrestling, Women's Athletes on Fire. I got to put it to you together. Like you mentioned, she's the head honcho, the final boss, if you will. But God dang it, man, she's so much about empowerment and the strength of much with you beautiful ladies. It's wonderful to see, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, I haven't been able to connect a whole lot with her, but I've never heard a bad thing about her, which I think speaks to someone's ethics and somebody really caring about making sure that it's not about them, but it's about everyone. Like everyone's checked in on, everybody's safe, which, you know, yes, we're all strong women. Yes, we're all this, but it's safety of anybody, you know, and I think that that goes to speak volumes about who she is and the, you know, what she's carried through all this time. And it's very interesting you bring that up because the most important thing with anything that you ladies do in the overall craft is being safe and spectacular, you know, being safe and applying your craft in spectacular fashion. But God dang it, man, like the clientele, it's amazing to see. But there there have been some creepers out there, I'm sure, with a lot of that you ladies have to deal with, right? (laughs) It happens, you know. And, you know, like you said, the, the Jill of all trades, you know, I don't do just sessions. I do, you know, a lot of other stuff as far as content creation which then you deal with you know everybody behind a screen coming at you with all kinds of stuff and then the emails and the this and the that so it's it's been an interesting an interesting journey for me I think what's always interesting about it, and I see it from a lot of you ladies, because unfortunately you have to deal with this. It's it's the time waster thing. Like you guys have a lot of great clientele to come in, but then there's oh, ever so often that those time wasters. And it's like, come on, man, right? Accommodation, comfortability, let's do the pricing, let's have some fun. And then you get that, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's, you know, it's funny that you bring that up and mention that. And this kind of goes 
hand in hand in safety and comfort and a level I was actually, you know, we talked about Laura Cross, who I've now known and worked with for three plus years now, which she's just a phenom all in herself. <laughs> but what I don't think some of the clients realize, we all talk like there's, you know, yes, we ask for references, but if any of us know each other, we all talk. And I recently had somebody who I was talking to and it just became odd. Like there never, there was always this like, well, let me like shower you in all these compliments about how great you are and all of this, but it kept feeling more and more weird. And then I was hanging out with Laura and I was telling her about some sessions and she goes, oh yeah, I remember him. I fired him. And so did this other person. And I was like, wow, go figure. <laughs> That's the thing. And I think you mentioned so perfectly the session girls, the session wrestling community. It's a word of mouth. It's a big mm -hmm. word of mouth community, right? Yeah. Big time. Oh my god. Big goodness. time. But that's how we all, you know, hold everybody accountable. You know, we very much can quickly sort through who's really going to be, okay, this is your, this is your profession. I understand what comes with it. I also respect you as a person. I understand that this might, you know, verge on a fantasy level that they want to feel safe as well. You know, it's the safety on both sides. Both people have to come into it with a sense of trust and respect. And anything can be done from that place. Right. And I think what I also enjoy about it, too, is because I, we talk about the craft of it. I always enjoy the for the fact you look at the clientele aspect of it as well. We have a lot of unique personalities from the stance of people like different kind of fetishes, people like different what have you with preferences with how they want to go about a session. I think it's very important that people get to expand their horizons and know that, hey, this is what I like. It's cool. Let's act this out. Let's have that real life fantasy, so to speak. So I think it's really great for a lot of people not just to expand their horizons, but they also get to open up and try something new. Definitely. And I think we... Right. And you and LC, we, we'll talk about Laura Cross here because you brought up that lovely human being, a phenom yeah. in her own right, like you mentioned. <laughs> so very vibrant, very fun. And I've seen a lot of the work that you two do. Very much great stuff as well. And also, the you're welcome. Y'all got some great chemistry with each other. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, you know, I value her as a friend, as a colleague. She definitely, I feel as though her and I balance each other out. She's go, 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 runs, lifts, sessions, all the stuff, you know, and I'm way more, I have this balanced life. I have my family life. I have my work life. I have my vacation life. I have multiple partners in my life. So I'm, I'm constantly learning how to keep that wheel rolling nicely. Um, so she gives me that surge when I'm kind of, lacking in my motivation to get work done and I get her to sort of let's take a breather let's go to the spa let's hang out a little bit which anybody who's worked with her anyone who knows her that is definitely not a character trait of hers which you know is like I said super admirable because that I I feed from when her and I are together and it definitely shows on camera and behind the scenes, ma'am. And, and I have to put it like this. Sometimes we need that nice balance, though, of this gains, you know what I'm saying? You know, guard, go hard, yeah. and great. but then here you are. Let's go to the spa, what have you. We all need that, that nice little balance, right? Yeah, that's what good friends are for, right? They sort of like fill in those things that we're, you know, lacking in. So it, it works out great. 
I like your style. It's like the friend who's always just about, let's go to the gym. I got to focus on this. And then it's like, okay, let's go have a beer over here. You need to have that release. It's very cute. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's been, it's been fantastic. And we got to spend almost a whole week together. Actually, we started in Denver. She met me out there and then her and I road trip back to New Mexico and we got to spend some days here. She got to meet up with somebody who I've worked with in the past. And so again, like all of the connections, she introduces me to people that I would never meet and vice versa. And it's just the conversations her and I get to have are so precious and rare because they're, you know, once you get into this world, whether it be content creation or sessions, others really can't relate to you anymore. You know, in terms of like, just, oh, I have a nine to five, man, that job was so hard in my cubicle or these people. And we're like, well, let me tell you about my problems I had today. (laughs) Right. So, so I, like I said, I, I just absolutely value her as a person all the way around. Agree wholeheartedly. And I look at it from a stance too, as well. Something else you point out that's very operative here, folks. A lot of us, like myself, like Miss Siren Verity here, it's not the typical nine to five job, but I respect anybody that does do the nine to five job because it's the grind. Everybody grinds. But also at the same time where with what we get to do, we get to meet a lot of people. We get to travel. We get to do a lot of great things and bonds and relationships build. And you brought up the travel. Like you talk about Denver to New Mexico, my goodness gracious. But how awesome is that for you? Like this job gets you to travel all over the place internationally different states what have you oh yeah it's all over the place but it's also fun at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah no I I absolutely love it I'm actually I'm heading to Mexico on Tuesday and I kind of put out I don't push super hard to make something happen when I'm going on more so a vacation but I also like to just cast the net and I'm heading to Mexico City for a few days and you just never know who you're going to come across you know but it's nice to be able to have that opportunity to ask to meet people who are like-minded wherever you go in the world because what we do is everywhere at this point so it's it's definitely made my travel life even richer than it already was right and and i look at it from a stance too as well like you talk about it's everywhere technology everything's at your fingertips nowadays and just the evolution of where we've come as a society and as our overall population i look at it from a stance too as well you look at the adult entertainment industry first and foremost different great categories for people different Mm -hmm. things for people to enjoy but also at the same time like we've come along from the days of like the naughty americas and stuff like that which still is in existence but then there's Mm -hmm. x hamster there's x videos there's only fans there's many vids everything is just right here and it became like a big boom during the covid time period oh yeah yeah and i've i've been doing this a little bit pre-covid it's been june will be four and a half years now that i've been doing this and so it was Dare I say a little frustrating when COVID happened, because obviously, you know, those who had some levels of nine to five who had that like grind grind really like dove in and saturated some of the market, which made it hard for those of us who like found a nice rhythm doing some of these things. Um, So it definitely was a was an interesting shift when COVID hit for those of us who were who were already like doing certain things but the good thing that came out of that is I was at least already established so then when you figured out sort of what needed to be done with COVID and made those things work I already knew how to like keep that going so you know what is it the the little engine that could you kind of just like 
keep going along and I'm like, okay, well, I've gotten good spending habits. I know how to make this work. I know I'm not in it just because of circumstances either. You know, like we, my husband and I chose to jump into doing all of this, knowing good and well, like we're adults, what goes on the internet doesn't just go away. So let's figure this out together. (laughs) Well, first and foremost, early happy anniversary, ma'am, four years. Absolutely. Thanks. You're very welcome. And first of all, folks, for those who have not seen Siren's adult content, we got to put this out here because I know Laura's done some stuff with her husband. You've done some stuff with yours. First and foremost, I love the confidence. I like the swag. I like the style because it's, you're welcome. You put yourself out there. It's not easy for a lot of people to do. It's the very much like a swingers type of mentality. I'll use a piece of literature here. Look at the world according to Garp, for God's sake, taking it back. But it's something like that we've seen in literature come to life, polyamorous relationships that's constantly Mm -hmm. talked about. It's wonderful to see, and y'all are very open and very free-spirited with it. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually so, I'm so bad with dates. Like, I remember rough ideas, but my husband and I only recently got married within, it was March 19th, and I actually had a friend of mine text me on the day, happy anniversary. I didn't respond to her because I didn't even, I was like, does she have the wrong person? I didn't even have it in my calendar. I was like, oh my God, I'm such a bad person. But it's mainly because I consider our anniversary when I moved in, which we've been together coming up on nine years in June. So when you have that long of stuff, you're like, how many anniversaries do we really need? Uh, But we had met in 2008 and we were already very open with our relationship when we first met. Then I got married to someone else, long story, da, da, da. Then we came back together and we've been together since. And so kind of having that as my basis, I really felt that it was just this natural transition to sharing what we have with everyone else and making it accessible to people that you don't have to look this specific, you know, I consider myself more like pro amateur in some way in the sense that what we do, yes, there's scripted ideas and such that we do, but it's not... It's not a whole production that we have. You know, we make sure that things look decent. But what we film, filming with Laura, she's my friend. I love being with her. My husband, I love being with him. And what we do is very natural from what his kinks and fetishes already are. We just keep pulling from those and drawing from it and just sharing it with the world. And it's not for everybody, I get that. (laughs) But it's what makes us happy. And so that comes through, like you said, you know, that energetic, that natural excitement is all very real. It's not a, it's not a show. It's not for anyone else. We just make what we love doing. Right. And first and foremost, that is a beautiful story of, you know, the reconnection, you're back with them. And then after all this stuff, like, I like that. And first and foremost, you're not wrong about the anniversary when you move in. And then I I, I get it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I get it. For someone who's been in relationships, as we all are, we get it. So I look at it yeah. too as well. <laughs> I think what's also very remarkable about that and what's also very cool, it's like you're doing what you love. And first of all, fuck anybody that doesn't just enjoy anybody what they want to love. Everybody wants to tear each other down, especially in this society. It's more this instead of this. I look mm-hmm. at it from a stance too as well. We're in a day and age in a society where something that used to be so taboo, like, oh, the adult entertainment industry, what have you. We talk about open-mindedness. People are really starting just to see everything that's evolved around it, what's transformed, transmogrified, everything that goes into it, the production, the representation of the presentation. Like, it's great to see just the influx and the evolution that the adult entertainment industry has on today's society. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's been a 
at times a hard journey, especially because, again, like I said, it's not always welcomed by everybody. And because I'm more in a semi-specific fetish, um, speaking of like interracial kind of stuff that I do, that especially around when the Black Lives Matter stuff happened, that was super politicized and polarizing for a lot of things that I had to go in and remodel a couple of the things that I was really pushing. And at the same time, I stood strong in a lot of what I did because what we do, everybody's consenting. People who we work with are our friends, even if they're not long lasting relationships, we all have very honest conversations about what's going on in the real world and current events. You know, everybody's consenting. Everybody's aware. I never say anything that is, you know, incriminating because obviously this is work, you know, we all have images to, to maintain, but it's, it's been, it's been tricky. And my husband and I, we actually watched a show not too long ago. I'm trying to think of which one it was. It was on HBO and it was, I don't remember, but it was something that had to do with the seventies and dealing with porn kind of becoming a thing. It was first, you know, prostitutes and then they turned into some of them turned into the porn industry and they were these glorified movie stars you know people were so excited and wanted their autograph and how the pendulum kind of swings someone actually recognized Laura and I when we went to the gym but they were polite enough which I didn't I talked to a friend of mine they messaged afterwards saying hey it was so exciting to see you guys working out today but they didn't bother us in our kind of personal time, which I thought was great. But I also have the flip side thought, are you ashamed to say that you see us? Like, you know, like I'm trying to like wonder, like, yes, it's respectful, but at the same time, like, are you, are you nervous to like admit that you watch maybe a slightly different type adult content? (laughs) So so I'm like on both sides of the fence, but don't you agree? Like how it's interesting how once upon a time they're glorified and now it's like, It's almost unless like, you're at a convention, I don't know if I want to speak to you, kind of thing. Correct. Yeah, no, it's it's almost like the mind fuckery of do I go up to this person and say, Hey, I've seen your porn, but then I kind of feel like, uh, but no, here's the thing. I, I I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. I look at it from a stance too as well. I'm sure a lot of people have had that thought, but also at the same time, first of all, respect on the privacy, kudos for everybody, you know, going to the gym, great etiquette. But God dang it, man, it's it's crazy to think like that because that's actually very true in a lot of sentiments. It's like, do I really want to admit this? I always said this as the go- saying goes, let your freak flag fly, but also at the same time, like what you like, man. Yeah, <laughs> see, you know what I'm talking about. I it's do, fine. I do. It's fine. If, if, if you like a little freaky stuff, a little kinky stuff, that's fine. It's normal. It's human nature. It's why we're here. It's our bodies. We've all been to health class for God's sake. Like, just let it fly. Enjoy yourself. But what, but what state was your health class? Let's talk about that. Okay, fair enough. All right. So I grew up Long Island, New York. So it was more free and lenient when I went there to There you go. I get you. There you go. <laughs> but no, I was like that too because down here where I am in South Carolina a lot, I come from a Catholic family, first and foremost. Same. Same. So when they see me interviewing talent of the adult entertainment industry, they look at me like I'm like Okay. Here's the thing. There's so much stuff going on in this world from war, from hunger, from crime, different countries, what have you. It's yeah. the test of time. This is not the stuff that we need to prioritize about. Just let people live their lives. And that's the yeah. 
it, it depends on different various states, but yeah, it's just it's you, you think we come so far, but then sometimes you take some steps back, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's always a tough one. It's I it's not that I don't try to stay up with current events, but some of it is just so heart-wrenching to see at this time that it's like, wait, what happened? Anybody who's seen Handmaid's Tale, I watched a couple seasons of that and I was like, I can't watch this anymore because it's so close to what's happening in terms of people trying to control things. And that's why, you know, I'm really grateful to have my husband doing all of this stuff. But I definitely feel that outside of the pleasure and the fun and the fantasy and letting people have an outlet to get away from it, I think it's important to do this. I think it's important to stand with people who are making sure that we keep supporting this and keep talking to people about it because it's also a huge part about freedom, you know, which is kind of like a supercharged thing to try and go to say, but you know, that's why about inspiring and strong people and strong women and making sure that what we do, that we stand up for what we believe in and what we truly have fun doing. I think that also goes hand in hand with why I named this show Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. The way I look at it from a stance too as well, whatever you put your heart and soul to work, whether it be sessions, adult entertainment, what have you, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are, internal and external beauty, the strength to go through whatever they need to go through, and the dominance just showing that overall, that tact, you know what I'm saying, that overall tenacity that they show. You have to look at it. There you go. I see you. There goes there. There's a time and place for everything, and I think from this particular market, showcasing the models and showcasing the stars that they have, everybody has a voice. But you know, we talk about the tabooness. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has a story to tell. And if you're going to oh, apply yeah. your craft, you know, being the artist that you are, paint that fucking canvas to put it in the bluntest of terms. Absolutely, no, absolutely. It's super important to be as authentic as possible. And you know, I session more as like a fun part-time thing and do content creation as my main thing because I actually had done massage years ago and I take on people's energy it's part of why if anybody ever wonders why they don't see me at big events it's just massively overwhelming for me to to feel everybody's other stuff and so I make sure to maintain my strength and my dominance from a distance and because otherwise, if I did sessions all the time, I would just, I'd be a wreck. <laughs> I'd be an emotional wreck, not even just physically, but just mentally. It's a lot of space to hold for people. And so that's why I, when I do choose to session with people, it's creating that safe space that both people understand what's going on. Because I think that everybody's time and space and emotional vulnerability should be honored and valued and when it is then I feel great and I can do that but conventions and such I'm like not everybody is here for the purest of reasons so I'm gonna just hang back and let myself hear about it later but you know the event that is getting put on in Vegas because of the people who were going I can't imagine it being anything but supportive all the way around with great people, great connections. Laura's going to be there too. She hasn't RCP'd yet, but she will be there. I was like, get it done. You're going to go. Um, but having those like four people to know that I can go back to make things like that totally just exciting to look forward to. 
Right. And I got to say this first and foremost, that is absolutely true, because like we talk about the congestion of it and just finding the safe place. I, I totally understand that. I mean, I look at it from a stance, too, as well. Not the purest of reasons, because there's a lot of people out there that have the mentality. And I don't mean to put it like that, but that's very. No, but it's it's true. It's true. And I don't mean like I said, I'm not trying to be me, but that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> and that's OK. You know, again, everybody who does this. Some of those people have those abilities to be able to like totally hold that space. I just, I'm, I'm not old by any means, but I'm, you know, in my early thirties and I definitely know who I am and I know what I'm capable of. And, and I just, you know, not not my forum. I'm right there with you. I just turned 31 Thursday. So I get it. Speaking as fellow early thirties. Yes. Yes. Speaking as early thirties. Whoop, whoop. I am. (laughs) I'm right there with you. So I completely understand. <laughs> I think it's funny as we get to even our 30s. I've, I've noticed this as of age, we've grown wiser as people. It's, once you get to like 30 some folks, you really stop giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like you start, and it's beautiful. Like not giving mm-hmm. a fuck is just so beautiful, right? Yeah, it feels good. And then I, you know, I mean, my husband's 51, almost 52. I have another partner of mine who's also much older. So I even get closer to that. Like who gives a fuck? Like, why why would we why should we care at all not not care but just care what other people think again coming back are you happy are you not hurting anybody are you making sure to inspire others if you're doing all of that you're fine you are just fine beautifully said and god bless with your partners absolutely god bless and uh i gotta put this over here because you mentioned the interracial content that you've done i've seen your work with bones montana and really of that front i gotta say from the content that you do from that standpoint because there's such a great market for different genres and categories of the adult entertainment industry you yeah. really put your best foot forward in those and there's a lot of great content in those scenes thanks yeah no it's you know it definitely like i said comes from a slight fetish in a way, but it's also just become a preference. You know, it's something that my husband and I really like. And so I've been super particular about the people that I vet and who I talk to. And um, I just had a guy, Bashi Pope, which Laura interviewed him. And he's one of the very, very few people that uses their actual name. Um, And he's, he's super awesome. Um, I've worked with Dread, I've worked with DFW Knight, I've worked with, you know, like quite a handful of people who have like really truly made a name for themselves in this industry. But I haven't worked with everybody and I don't plan to work with everybody. You know, not everybody is a match for me just because they fall under the the category of that content doesn't mean that they're for me, just like people in poly communities. Just because I'm open and whatever doesn't mean I want to date you. <laughs> um but yeah no the the interracial content is definitely like our primary kind of thing as far as that with cuckold and and all of those types of things which is becoming way bigger of a deal as far as people openly talking about that that's something that they want to do i mean anybody who has a partner or a wife who wouldn't want to have their own personal porn star in front of them like to me that's ultimately what it is like whether you super want to be in it or just watch like to me that's ultimately what it is your hot wife is your hot porn star wife in front of you first and foremost speaking again from the male point of view i wholeheartedly agree i hear you i, I i'm down with it i feel you 
I also yeah. look at, I also look at it from a stance too as well. And I, I think not a lot of people are, and I'll make a pop culture reference. There was that episode back in the day. For those that remember, VH1 had a show called My Fair Brady. It was with Christopher Knight, who played Peter Brady, and his young wife at the time, Adrian Curry, who was a model. There was one episode that's very memorable where he's pretty much it's her it's his birthday. And she takes a photo shoot with another hot model friend of hers. Again, the the hot model, hot, beautiful women, photos yeah. naked. And, you know, guy thing, right? So she gives it to him for his birthday. And he's like, I can't believe And he starts freaking out because he can't believe this. And I'm like, Peter Brady. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. Peter Brady does not want his wife taking pictures with another hot woman. That's his friend. Okay. But, yeah, that's that we talk about. It's not for everybody. But, yeah, I had to bring that yeah. up. Reminded me of Peter Brady freaking out that his wife did a naked photo shoot. That's birthday. So funny. It's, yeah. And, you know, going back to, like, not everybody, it's everything is not for everyone. And I just started reading a book called Open Deeply. I've, like, had it for a little while and started getting back to it. And it's circled around non-monogamy but also talking about monogamy you know like check in with yourself with these questions and so I feel like same thing with fetishes and preferences like ask yourself why you're really doing any of this or why you're interested in it and don't feel like you're some sex crazed maniac because you have this like super wild side especially those of us who come from more conservative backgrounds whether it be catholic whether it be mormon whether it be from something like check in with what's might be making you feel uncomfortable. Like what's pushing back? Is it because you were told that this was bad or because, you know, Oh, this might be hurting someone else, you know, like check in where you're at and then go back to who gives a fuck, like do what makes you happy and then just keep navigating that. And a lot of my calls that I have with people come back to sort of coaching them through like, emotionally making sure that they're okay making sure their partners are okay like they're not all sex calls that I have like I genuinely want people to feel safe and secure in what they're doing and that's why I read a lot of books surrounding a lot of what I do I don't want to come from a place of just experience like that's a great place to come from but I also want to make sure that other people have had these experiences and have done the research and have done the work so that way it comes from an ethical and educated place and also, I'll add on to that because I agree with you on reading. Reading is very fundamental for a lot of people that just want to expand their horizons and educate themselves. It's like there's a lot of positive help books out there, like Rewire the Brain, talking about how to think like this, how to do this. There's a lot of stuff that really creates, I'm going to say, being positively proactive and really showcase why, you know, it's very important to stay in that mindset, but also at the same time, make sure that internally, externally, like you mentioned, emotionally, physically, everything around your overall core, your codasone, if you will, the heart right here, everything. <laughs> everything's going <laughs> so it's all about really just making sure every part of your body from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep is just absolutely pure and which is very much something that is a necessity for us as human beings oh yeah absolutely but i dig that I no, I dig that with you, the fact that you're opening your mind about that stuff, because a lot of people really need to. And I mean, we were talking about the polyamorous stuff. Like, look, I love Breaking Benjamin's Polyamorous. That's a badass track for those who've never listened to that song. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to like that song or like polyamorous. What I do also like about it, too, as well, like we see a lot of stuff inserted into popular culture, whether it be the adult entertainment industry, what have you. What I've always found interesting about it, too, is it's like whether you're watching a film at like three o'clock in the morning and it's HBO and it's Cinemax. We've all been there. It's one of those things, too, as well. Like you see those particular films, you see what you're into. We see what's on our screens. 
it's very much something that a lot of people need to not only look into, but also really just explore. And we talk about the ex exploration of things. My God, woman, you're over here doing your thing, the adult entertainment industry, modeling sessions, wrestling. I think a lot of people like that uniqueness and variety factor that goes with what you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing in my life that I don't try to have a variety. I didn't finish completely, but I did go and I flew a plane by myself. I've done some jujitsu. I know how to cook. I decide to go. I'm going to Nepal in, in July. I'm interested in mushrooms. Like, there's nothing. If it's something interesting and exciting and gets my brain going, I'm going to, like, throw myself into it. Right. Well, first of all, flying a plane by yourself. Got to give you kudos with that, too. Yes. No, I'm gonna, you're welcome. I'm going to say this right now because some people have it when you're a kid or when you're when you get to that age. You know what I'm saying? Planes and everything that's associated with planes. I, I understand that a lot of people have gone through that. But yeah, no, a lot yeah. Of, but what you're doing, it, it's very relatable. And the fact that you're, you're first of all, the fact that you're doing jujitsu, the badassery side of things, you're kicking, you're striking, <laughs> you're taking ass, taking names. How's the jujitsu going? Well, I had to pause on that because I let Laura kind of go through a couple of those things with me. I wish sometimes that where I lived was not so based around a fighting community because a lot of the people who train jujitsu here are training for competitions or to fight. So it's not just for fun and the skill. There's a lot of ego that it gets involved, which that's not why I try and do it. I'm trying to do it to have fun, be safe, all coming back to those core things, why I want to do anything. And I had gone back to it after being away from it for about a year, went to a couple sessions and had fun for a minute and then got rolled on my neck twice. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay with learning from my friends. I'm fine not doing this on a regular basis. <laughs> So I just trust the fact that I strength train. I do a lot of stuff. Um, fingers crossed. I'm putting this out to the universe. And I keep talking about, I'll be bummed if it doesn't work out. But anybody who knows about Power Slap, I am trying to figure out a way to get on there because I think it'd be super interesting. And who knows if I might be able to get matched to, well, you know, the buddy who I love having here all the time. <laughs> I'm not going to put that out for her because I don't know how much she wants to fully get slapped in the face. By me. <laughs> but there's the challenge that because of the adult industry, it makes it tricky to get into some of the like slightly mainstream things. So fingers crossed, knock on wood. I think it'd be super fun to be part of Power Slap. So I've been super training at the gym the last like month and a half. Nice. Well, first of all, I hope you get to have that distinction of being on Power Slap. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, well that's actually a common topic around lfc because we've talked about this the viral video everybody's seen it sheena the hungarian hurricane battery but the power slap heard around the world i think what we get to see with that as well is it's the mixture of mixed martial arts but like you mentioned slap fighting it's a dana white creation but you also mm -hmm. get to showcase what's interesting about it too is you also analyze dissect and decipher the discipline and the overall art form of the slap and how it can really impact you so there's a lot yeah. of science that goes into it too for sure. No, and like, I also, you know, yes, there's science, but, you know, tongue in cheek. I know. I there, know. There is the fact that it's like a level of like that dodgeball movie in the like, you know, ESPN 2. It's also a little fucked up that the fact that like whoever gets to go first is who got the fucking coin toss. Like, is it really fair or is it just kind of pure entertainment? <laughs> 
God, you haven't, you're taking me back to flashbacks of Justin Long getting the dodgeball right in his face. My goodness. Oh my right. goodness. No, <laughs> I like that. First of all, you know, there, there is an element that we should absolutely call it what it is too. You I know. know it's, I agree. it's a little ridiculous. Oh, now you, you put the image of poor Justin Long getting that dodgeball in the face. For those who remember dodgeball, he's professing his love. Justin, I love you. I love you too. Whack. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god so that that'll be definitely interesting um if that all comes together well i hope it does come together for you because you my friend first of all the fact of the matter is you talk about weights and everything you're looking good emphasis on the good you can tell. yes yeah. absolutely no you, you look fantastic <laughs> I can't wait to see what the future holds. Now, folks, with this show, LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships, it's a little bit of MMA, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of clothing. Really showcases the MMA, the wrestling, and just overall beauty internally, externally, and a lot of badass women. So, Siren Verity, being a badass woman that you are, I always love asking this question because it's also not just the overall fighting and everything that goes inside and outside the ring, but it's the entrance, man. It's that overall flair, that je ne sais quoi, if you will. I got to ask you, because everybody likes that different style lingerie. Leather and lace, might put a little chains on it, the goth style. What is Siren Verity's choice of lingerie? Oh, my goodness. My choice of lingerie, you know, it it jumps between kind of lacy at times. It's I'm, I'm a temperamental kind of girl. Um, but I definitely like the sort of strappy BDSM type look. So if it's like a blend of something like that, definitely a nice, some reason, even though I don't need to, you know, cinch anything, I like body suits. I love the like fun kind of like whole body up to the neck, halter, sexy thing that can show off my back and shoulders. Those are, those are the types of, of lingerie that I really like. I like that. I like that style very much. I think a lot of people can equate to that. I mean, we look at bodysuits, you look at the iconic video with Madonna talk about human nature with the very BDSM type of vibe to it. Yeah. I think what's very cool about it too, as well, it's like, I'm going to be sexy and eloquent, but also there's that bad side to it. So there's a lot of elements that's incorporated. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, for those who have not seen as well, your modeling photos, my goodness, on Instagram, really showcasing that flair, the genocide qua again, but also yeah. beautiful imagery as well encompassed with immaculate photo i think that's very important right yeah definitely i don't i like to when i do decide to model i'm like okay i'm gonna like be there be present be able to do this so it's it's a lot of fun when that's able to come through I think what's great about the entire industry that we discussed in today's forum, no matter whether it's modeling, sessions, wrestling, the adult entertainment industry, I think we got the overall saying of women come in all different shapes and sizes, the evolution, the revolution of what we get to see with plus size modeling, modeling, and many different talents in the adult entertainment industry and sessions. We got a lot of great different body types out of there and strong women. That oh, all- yeah. Most definitely. And I think for you, Miss Siren Verdi, which first of all, I'm going to say this right now, as we come towards the end of the shizzo here, I got to have you back for round two. It's such a pleasure and you're such a privilege to speak with such a vibrant personality. I definitely want to have you back on. Totally. I'd love to be. Thanks for having me as well. You're very welcome. Now, a couple final things here. Now, you being someone who you, what you've done so far in sessions and being the genocide quad, dare I say the accoutrement and plethora here, do you have any advice for a lot of the talents that are coming up, whether it be in sessions, the adult entertainment industry, modeling? What advice would you give them? Okay. This was one of the things handed down to me from um, Amber. What is it? Amber DeLuca, right? She's been around a long time. I got to meet with her. Anybody who's making content, 
never get rid of any of it. Hang on to that stuff forever. Because whether you decide to come, come out of it, come back, that is will always be money ready to be made anytime. That is one. Two, make sure that whoever you're doing this with, go and make connections with others. Make genuine connections. You don't always have to get along or see eye to eye, but those who have been around, listen to them. Trust me, they know what's up, obviously, if they've been around for a minute. And three, do it because you're having fun. Don't do it because you feel like you're in a position that you have to do it. Make sure it always stays fun. As soon as something's not fun, find something else. So those are my those are my three things. Beautifully said and eloquently said. I like that. And I'm going to say this right now. Adhere and adhere to those words if you have not already, folks. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this. A lot of stuff has been going on in the LFC front, folks. May 20th, we're coming back for LFC 38. Check it out. Las Vegas, Nevada. Check out June 17th, Women's Athletes on Fire, the extravaganza after party featuring, featuring this one over here and so many great talents for the Women's Athletes on Fire brand. Uh, and Siren, before we do close this out, you, my friend, are on all forms of social media, killing it, showcasing the game that you do. Please promote where we can follow you on all forms of social media. The floor is yours. All right. So Instagram at Siren, C-I-R-E-N-V underscore two, because the first one, well, you know, censorship. Wow. And Twitter is actually the same. So that makes it very easy. OnlyFans at Siren V, the one and only. And I've got many vids, Siren Verde, C-I-R-E-N-B-E-R-D-E. And of course, you can find me on all the other ones, you know, not super active on those, but those are my main places. Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, many vids. That is where you're going to see the most recent, the most amazing, and can contact me directly. If you really want that, well, Sex Panther, again, Siren Verde. All my links, bio, click in any of them, you'll find me. First of all, I like the fact that you said the one and only for OnlyFans, Siren Verde. I like <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> also, at the same time, I got to put this over because it's so interesting to me. First of all, number two, Siren Verde 2. All right. Instagram has really been censoring the fuck out of you ladies, which is fucking ridiculous. I just got to put it out That's there. A pain in the ass. Right? Like, <laughs> fucking Instagram. Insta this. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Folks, check her out on Forbes' of social media. You will not be disappointed. And you just keep putting out the great content that you do. And before For we- sure. Before we close this out, a couple final things. Life is an art form and we apply our arts and crafts in amazing fashion and you keep doing the same, my artistic friend over here. And as we always say here on the show, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are in Siren Verdi and include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Have a good evening and happy early or happy late birthday. Mwah. Thank you. Fine, fine, fine. Gonna kick some.